0: What's up everyone? You're tuning in to Sweet Talk with the Lisa Podcast. And today's episode, it's pretty much gonna be catching up on what I've been up to since the month of February has started so sit back relax and let's get this show started what's up everyone this is Alisa and I hope you all are doing well I want to touch base on what's been going down during the month of February because there's only one week left for the month so earlier this month we had the Super Bowl and the Grammys And with the Super Bowl, I wanted to see the halftime show. As you know, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez performed during the halftime show. Demi Lovato had sang the national anthem, which I missed out on. But regarding the halftime show, I thought it was amazing. And I believe this is the first time that three Latinas had performed at the Super Bowl. crazy right um i know there was some political stuff going on regarding jennifer lopez's performance um i know there was a scene with kids in cages that lit up and jennifer had walked out with this uh i guess rope that one side had the puerto rican flag and the other side had the american flag and she was singing born in the usa and her daughter was also singing on stage with her during the halftime show so I thought that was pretty cool to see her daughter perform alongside with her and um yeah amazing performance I mean there was a lot of songs I haven't heard of in years and when Jennifer was dancing up on that pole I was like okay 50 years old and she's doing her thing and Shakira's in her 40s and she looks amazing so I definitely enjoyed watching the halftime show uh for this year's Super Bowl. Now, regarding the Grammys, I only seen like maybe the first hour and a half of it. I really didn't get to see like the ending and all. But um Lizzo's performance was off the hook. Like, I love Lizzo. She is an amazing and talented artist and um it was great to see her performance. I know I'm like thinking on the top of my head like who else did i see perform that night but i can't even remember because it was so long ago (laughs) but yeah um it was pretty cool to watch the grammys at least for the most part from what i've seen right last week jeffree star had released a new video on his youtube channel introducing the new launch of his cosmetic line from jeffree star cosmetics The new collection is called Bloodlust. I was really excited to see what was going to be included for this collection. So of course, as other collections he's done in the past, there's an eyeshadow palette. And I really liked the way the packaging of this palette looked. And the palette itself is like of a velvet material. It's purple. And there's, I believe, a hint of gold somewhere in the mix. But I was a little disappointed in the variation of shades of the eyeshadows itself. I thought there was going to be more variations of purple. And I felt like, looking at the palette, there was a lot of lighter colors, more pastel, springy colors. And instead of having, like, a royalty, kind of, like, goth-like Um, appearance Jeffrey did mention on the video for this launch that there's new formulas in this eyeshadow palette I mean don't get me wrong the colors look nice but I felt like it really didn't go with the theme of the palette you know like when I hear bloodlust I'm thinking something gothic and vampiric I didn't pick that up from the colors of the eyeshadow itself in the palette then you know he also showed some lip glosses that are part of the bloodless collection and I love the glosses I purchased them last year when they first launched and I have no issues with them they're scented um, not too strong very sweet kind of like almost like vanilla cake (laughs) and they don't leave my lips feeling sticky or tacky I love the glosses that I have um there was a highlighter included in this collection the highlighter looks great you know purple tone but you can't really tell if it's purple unless you have light reflecting on it the packaging of the highlighter is sick um there's also a lipstick collection for bloodlust and it's called queen bitch and they're mini sized Velour liquid lipsticks, and two of the shades are brand new for this collection. There's other shades in there that were released some time ago. Like one of the liquid lipsticks in the shade Clout, I actually purchased on my own last year for my birthday. When I had purchased the Blue Blood palette, and um, I actually got Clout as a lipstick from the Christmas holiday mystery box, which I thought was funny. Um, Got the same lipstick twice. (laughs) It's a pretty color. You know, a good thing about the liquid lipsticks by Jeffree Star Cosmetics is you can use it for eye makeup. They're safe to wear on your eyelids as eyeliner or eyeshadow. And I've been, you know, looking at the Jeffree Star Cosmetics Instagram stories. And one of the employees that works for the brand, you know, she was putting on makeup from the Bloodlust Palette. And even, you know, put on some of the lip products from the Bloodless Collection and use one of the lipsticks as eyeshadow. And I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. And from my experience wearing the Valor liquid lipsticks, they last for a very long time on my lips. So that's like one of the main things I love about Jeffree Star Cosmetics Valor liquid lipsticks is that I don't have to touch up, not even once. So I've been looking at comments on social media, you know, regarding uh, the bloodlust palette. A lot of people have mixed emotions on it. Some people liked it. Some people were disappointed. There wasn't a big variation of shades of purple in the palette. And Jeffrey on social media on his Instagram story had mentioned that, you know, he's heard the mixed reviews about the palette, mentioned that there are other shades of purple and other palettes he's created that can be used you know with bloodlust so he also mentioned something about a goth themed eyeshadow palette is in the works for this year and then today i noticed on social media someone mentioned about a nude palette and jeffrey said 2020 is gonna be it. I don't know word for word what he said but 2020 was put out there so Jeffrey is working on a nude palette for this year as well as the goth themed palette and you know I don't have any goth themed eyeshadow palettes I would say except for maybe one which was gifted to me last year and that's the Lime Crime Venus Immortalis palette. I would say that's the only palette that's kind of goth themed that I personally have. Um, and I've been using it twice already since I got it, and I love it. I mean, it's the first Lime Crime palette I've ever got. Um, the colors are gorgeous in the palette. The packaging of the eyeshadow palette itself glows in the dark, which is pretty cool. Um, So yeah, uh, regarding the Bloodlust Collection by Jeffree Star Cosmetics, am I going to get anything? I'm thinking of getting the mini liquid lipstick collection, the Queen Bitch lipstick collection. Like I said, I love the liquid lipsticks. They last for a very long time when I wear them. Um, I have no issues. Maybe a, a lip gloss. I might order a lip gloss too. But I just have to watch the swatches of the lip glosses again on instagram just to get an idea of like do i really want this do i really need this because i have so much lipsticks from variation of brands it's not even funny i don't even wear makeup every single day you know what i mean i wear makeup on occasion so but the queen bitch lipstick collection i definitely want to get that the eyeshadow palette uh i don't know i'm gonna probably have to pass on that i'd rather watch other people get the palette and use it and I'll probably enjoy watching the looks they create, you know, based on what I see on social media. So if any of you makeup lovers out there are going to be purchasing anything from the Bloodlust collection, what are you planning to get and create some fun looks for me to see? <laughs> That's all I could say. Um, I know there's some girls in a makeup group I'm in on Facebook. Shout out to Makeup and Slay. That's the group. Um, some people are very excited about this collection. Um, others are a little disappointed. But, you know, everybody got mixed opinions on this whole collection. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Now there's another brand who I've purchased products from called ColourPop. On Facebook today, I noticed, thanks to Trend Mood, because... Um, I follow them on Instagram and Facebook and they're always announcing like special collabs from other cosmetic brands and they actually have their own, um, subscription box with products, makeup, skincare, stuff like that, that they, you know, launched like what, about a month ago. And, um, Colourpop is doing a collaboration with Sailor Moon. You guys know what Sailor Moon is, right? It's an old school anime show that I used to watch back when I was in junior high school. This was like 1996 going into 1998. That was one of the first anime shows I've ever watched and loved so much. So ColourPop is doing a collab with Sailor Moon. And I got to see pictures of what's a part of this collaboration. It's an eyeshadow palette. Lip glosses, lipstick, blush, glitter, and it looks so cute. Am I gonna get anything from that collection? No <laughs> I don't need to buy any more makeup. like I said I need to like take a chill pill on purchasing makeup, but you know, I haven't experienced any issues with colourpop. I love their makeup. they're affordable, they're very well pigmented, like with the eyeshadows that I have from them. Either the single eyeshadows or a palette. I haven't had any issues with them. Um, I love their liquid eyeliners. Uh, If you had seen last week, I posted a picture of myself in cosplay as Storm from X Men. I used one of the ColourPop liquid eyeliners that I purchased last year as, you know, lightning coming out of my eyes. And I had someone tell me a week ago they thought I had a filter on my face. And I said no. They zoomed in on my picture and noticed it was all makeup. Your girl is like slowly but surely making progress with her makeup skills. And I've done cosplay, you know, makeup since, what, over a year ago? When I first did my Jack Skellington makeup for a Halloween contest, makeup contest and um, then last year for Halloween, I did an aerial cosplay based off of a cosplayer who I follow on Instagram and Twitter. Her name's Shayzilla on both platforms. And she's actually the fiance of Justin Morrow, the bassist of Motionless in White. So. Um, She does a lot of cosplays. And I found a picture of her as Princess Ariel. But a goth version of Princess Ariel. That's what I did for Halloween last year. I did my own take on a goth version of Princess Ariel. She actually commented on my picture. I, of course, tagged her because, you know, the the influence of doing the look was because of her. So, shout out to Shay. (laughs) And, yeah. So... Doing the Storm cosplay last week, I didn't win the contest, but it was fun to do the look. I was bored. Plus, I had a wig I had purchased from Amazon last summer that I never had a chance to wear. So, I figured the wig would go perfect for the character Storm from X-Men. And Storm was one of my favorite childhood X-Men heroines, you know, from Marvel Comics. So, that was actually one of my nicknames uh, back in high school when I was in a little clique with um some old co-workers from my first job um the guy i pretty much was like one of the only females in this little clique there was another girl but i was more of the one that was more acknowledged i guess you could say in the little clique the other girl i don't know but um you know i had a bandana with storm on it with the lightning on the sides of the name and i wore all black so yeah I still have the bandana somewhere I gotta look for it and take a picture of it so you guys can see what I'm talking about exactly I know my old co-workers gonna be like oh wow she still got that (laughs) this is my high school days man like this is ancient history so anything else regarding makeup that I could talk about besides what I mentioned regarding jeffree star cosmetics and color pop um at this moment no I think that's all I could talk about for the time being, but if anything else comes to mind, I'll talk about it in an upcoming episode on the podcast. So, last Friday was Valentine's Day. And I really didn't get to enjoy the day so much because of the fact that the day before, I had a nail appointment because I had plans to go out during Valentine's Day weekend and Went to the nail salon, I was halfway done with getting my nails done until the moment my son's teacher at school had sent me a text message letting me know that my son wasn't in a good mood, he wasn't eating breakfast, and he had his head down. So I noticed first thing that morning when my son woke up, you know, as I was getting him ready for school... He wasn't his usual chipper self. He's usually waking up when I say good morning, he's always smiling. Um, I put on TV for him to watch Disney Junior. Sometimes he'll reach for my phone to go on YouTube to watch his cartoons after I feed him his morning snack before we leave to wait for the school bus. So after we leave from home to wait for the school bus, as soon as the bus arrives, he was having a fit. He started to have a little tantrum. He didn't want to get on the bus. And I told him, you know, you have to go to school. Mommy will see you later. So the teacher ends up telling me while I'm at the nail salon, at my nail appointment, letting me know that he was going to take my son to see the school nurse. I then receive a picture of the thermometer showing my son has a fever of 102.9. I was like, oh my God. I knew my son was a little off in the morning, but I did check his body temperature before we left from home to wait for the school bus, and it was normal. I guess something happened while he was at school that triggered his fever to go extremely high. Um, Shortly after that, I get a phone call from the school nurse informing me about my son's high fever and that I had to go to the school to pick him up. I said, okay, no problem. Then my son's teacher sends me a text message and tells me... um, He's going to try to make my son, you know, feel comfortable and let him sleep until I arrive at the school because I told him, you know, hey, I'm at an appointment. As soon as I'm done, I'm going straight to the school. So he tells me there was no need to rush. And then shortly afterwards, the school nurse calls me back and asked for consent from me if it was OK to give my son Tylenol off to help, you know, with the fever. And I said, yeah, if it's going to help reduce his fever just a bit until I get there, you can give him the Tylenol. And then that's when the teacher messaged me saying, you know, he was going to let my son sleep and feel comfortable until I arrive at the school to pick him up to take him home. So my nail tech was like, oh, my God, I know how it is. You know, you have kids and then you have to like go to the school to pick them up when they're sick or something. I'm like, yeah. So, you know, she was like, oh, don't worry, I got you. So she, you know, did my nails and then I had an appointment for a gel pedicure and I was kind of like on the fence. Like, should I just get it done and over with or just forget it? I ended up getting my gel pedicure done too since it didn't take so long but the moment the nail tech who was doing my gel pedicure was like up to the second coating of the gel nail polish my stomach started to rumble and I went to Dunkin Donuts first before going to the nail salon because I figured I was going to arrive at the nail salon too early because they opened up at 9 o'clock which was the time of my nail appointment to get my nails done I ordered a red velvet hot latte and I guess the effects of the coffee started irritating my stomach when I was halfway done with my gel pedicure. And I'm telling the nail tech, listen, I need to use the bathroom. Can you give me a second? So she's like pointing at my feet to put into the, you know, uh, machine under the LED lights for the gel polish to dry up. And I said, you know, like, I need to go. I'll be right back. So I went to use the restroom. I handled my business and then. You know, came back out, went to the pedicure station and had her finish painting my nails. And then I was out the door. I paid for my services. I tipped both of the nail techs. I was out. Went to the supermarket like a block away to get some soup and honey to make tea for my son when he's home so he could feel better. And I usually make him peppermint tea with honey and a little bit of Splenda to help with his cold and congestion. Because I didn't know what the hell was going on besides his high fever. So I got an uber to go to the school i waited a while to um pick up my son he was escorted by his teacher and physical therapist and i'm looking at him like oh my poor baby you know and the teacher was telling me that two other students in his class were absent because they were also sick that there was something going around the school and that he has a three-year-old at home with his mother-in-law that's also sick And he feels like he's also coming down with something himself. So he says he was going to see if he could leave school early, if he has coverage. If not, that he was not going to go to school the following day, which was Valentine's Day. So I said, I'm going to take my son to see the doctor tomorrow, which would be Valentine's Day, and see what's going on. And then, you know, Valentine's Day was actually the last day of school for kids in New York City because of midwinter recess coming up the following week, which is this week. So after I picked up my son from school, we went straight home. I gave him a bath. I made him some soup to eat for lunch. I even made him some peppermint tea with honey and a little dash of Splenda to make the tea a little sweet for him. He did not want the tea. He ate the soup with no problem, but he just didn't want the tea to drink. So then I told him, you know, go to mommy's room and lay down in the bed to take a nap. And, you know, I would have put the TV off for him to watch his favorite movie or, you know, TV show And he just didn't want to go to the room. He just wanted to stay with me in the living room while I was watching TV. And I had the air conditioner on to make the living room feel cool for him so that it could help, you know, reduce his body temperature from having a high fever. I gave him a throw blanket that I have in the living room because he likes to cuddle up with my blanket. And he cuddled up under the blanket, laid on the sofa beside me, and he took a nap for like a half an hour, 45 minutes and then when i got up from the sofa he woke up and just looked at me like where are you going mommy (laughs) and i said don't worry i'll be right back going in the kitchen and um you know then i fed him dinner i gave him a little snack before he went to bed i gave him his evening dose of tylenol because he still had the high fever and he was falling asleep and i walked him you know to my bedroom to fall asleep on the bed And um, as soon as I went to bed for the night, he woke up a little bit just to see me. And then he just snuggled up close to me. And I was like, oh, I hate when my baby is sick. It's like, you know, he feels so helpless, like he can't do anything. And I hate that. But me being a mom, I got to make sure he's well taken care of. So Valentine's Day, that morning, I took him to see his pediatrician and she knew the moment he opened his mouth. She smelled his breath and says, there's something wrong with him. I could smell it in his breath. There's something off. And she said she was going to test him for strep throat and the flu. And I told her what happened at school the day before. That's why, you know, he's there to see her. And his fever actually went down. A nurse checked his vitals and he didn't have a fever anymore. So that was a good sign. So the test results came back within five minutes for strep throat. And it came back positive so my son had strep throat and his pediatrician said I'm also going to treat him for the flu because you know even with kids who have the flu shot sometimes they get sick but just as a precaution I just want to treat him for both strep throat and the flu and with the strep throat treatment she gave him an injection of penicillin she said he needs to get the injection like today because usually he would take um, oral medication that would be from the pharmacy I mean he's had strep throat before but the injection was the first time for him I was like oh my god so then I get an email over the weekend showing that the test results came back for the flu and it came back positive so my son was sick with both strep throat and the freaking flu this has never happened to my poor baby never in his life I've never experienced having strep throat and the flu ever maybe at two separate occasions I'll have strep throat one month and then months down the road or so i'll have the flu but never both at the same time my baby was suffering so um the flu treatment was for five days it was taken twice a day once in the morning and once at night it was an oral medication in liquid form that he had to drink and um he took it with no problem you know I I smelled the way it was it was kind of like a fruity scent I don't know what it tastes like because I didn't even attempt to taste the medication because that's not for me that's for him but he you know took the medication with no problem um and then I would say after three days or so he was feeling better um so I was happy that he was improving You know, with breaking the fever and then with the strep throat and the flu, it was gone within a few days. So I was happy to see him feeling better. I know Valentine's Day, you know, we really didn't celebrate much, I would say, but I did give him his gifts. He liked it. I ended up receiving a delivery of gifts later in the evening. I got this big, squishy unicorn thing um, that I saw at Walgreens over a month ago. And I'm like, oh my God, I want this. I like took pictures and I sent it out to friends. I'm like, I want this. It's so cute and it's so cuddly. And my son had seen it and I showed it to him. He actually leaned over to kiss it on the, on the face. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so cute. And I got like a little box of chocolates. And you know, that was that. I was supposed to go out to see Birds of Prey you know during valentine's day weekend but since my son's been sick with strep throat and the flu i had to go on fandango which is where i ordered my movie tickets and request a refund because i couldn't go to the movies on saturday you know that weekend so um, i got my refund back and that was that but also my mom she actually came by to visit me and my son after we got back from seeing his pediatrician and. You know, she already had plans for the day to go visit um, one of my aunts and their friend. And um, she's like, oh, I'm going to come by to see you and, you know, see my son. And then she'll take off and leave. But, um, yeah, she came by. She brought us both a bag of chocolates each. Knowing that I'm still dealing with recovering from having gastric sleeve surgery, I'm supposed to watch my sugar intake. And she brought me a big bag of Hershey chocolates and got my son like Reese's pieces, and I'm like, oh my god. But, um, you know, I've had like one piece of chocolate per day <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> I know that's bad, but yeah, it, I still have a crap load of chocolates in my refrigerator, and I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I don't give my son a lot of junk food and sweets every single day, no, only as a treat once every several days. As for me, no, like uh-uh, I've learned from my mistakes. Like I don't eat lots of sweets like I used to prior to surgery, you know. mm. So I only would eat a piece of chocolate as a treat for myself. So, yeah. Um Valentine's Day weekend pretty much was home with my son just watching TV, I was cleaning up and making sure he was well taken care of. So, He's fully recovered from strep throat and the flu. And I'm thankful to the Lord for that. Alright, so the next thing I want to talk about with you guys is just following up on my progress with having bariatric surgery. As you all know, if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I give you guys updates regarding uh, my gastric sleeve surgery and how I'm recovering. And as of February 18th, I officially made three months post-op. And I am now down 49 pounds. I'm one pound away from losing a total of 50 pounds, which is crazy because I never would have thought I would lose so much weight within such a short period of time. I mean, I know everybody who has had this surgery done, their weight loss is different. So for me and seeing how I'm progressing so far is just amazing to witness, you know? And um, so far I've lost... Like I said, 49 pounds. I went down two pant sizes and tops. Let's say Old Navy, for example, I dropped down to two sizes. Um, I went from an extra large in women's tops down to a medium. Like, that's crazy. And that's within two months post-op time, right? Now we're already in three. So down two sizes and tops in Old Navy clothing, same with the bottoms um hot topic I've been purchasing clothes from there so in men's size tops I went down one size I usually buy a lot of like men's t-shirts but the band shirts um in women's tops at hot topic it's kind of like a hit or miss I'm like in between two sizes I like one to two sizes than what I normally would have worn before surgery so I'm like in between a medium and large in the girls' sizes. I wouldn't say women. They say girls for women size clothing. <laughs> but it's crazy. Um, as far as footwear, I'm still wearing the same size in footwear, but I have noticed one thing. So last summer, I purchased a pair of sneakers from DSW, a pair of Nikes, and I wore them one time outside after purchasing them, And I couldn't even walk in them for long because they were bothering my feet. And I've always purchased wide-width footwear, especially from Torrid. I've been such a Torrid shopaholic for the last few years. Last year, I ended up buying a lot of shoes and booties from Torrid when they were on sale. And one of the booties I've actually worn um, after surgery, I was walking around in them. And I'm like, wait a minute, they feel kind of big. Because Tory, you know, with their footwear is usually wide width. But going back into the sneakers I bought from DSW, the Nikes that I purchased, I actually wore it last month when I went out um, to the movies. And I think I went out to dinner too. I forgot what movie I went to see last month. Oh, Bad Boys um, for Life. That's the day I wore the Nikes. And I couldn't believe when I put them on and was able to walk comfortably in them I said wait a minute something strange is happening I bought these last year they did fit but they were too tight on the sides of my feet so the width I felt like maybe it was a little narrow for my wide width feet last year but I wore them last month and it was comfortable so I'm looking at my feet now like Oh, I'm guessing the width of my feet is starting to shrink a little bit because these sneakers are fitting me comfortable now. But regarding the booties I got from Tori last summer, um, yeah, they were fitting a little loose on me. So I'm going to try them again anyway and see if I notice a difference, especially with socks that I wear. If I notice a difference, if I wear thin socks or thick socks, maybe if I wear the thicker socks it'll fit fine but maybe the thinner socks was making it feel too loose so i don't know we'll see Uh, my mom actually came by this week to visit me and my son like i mentioned earlier my son is off from school this week for midwinter recess and my mom actually came by yesterday and you know we were watching a bollywood movie last night on amazon prime and uh you know she asked me if um if I'm having any other issues regarding the surgery, like if I'm feeling any pain or whatever. She's aware of my hair loss. I don't think I mentioned it, but I'll talk about it right now. So I'm three months post-op, and for the last two weeks, I've been noticing the extreme and tremendous amount of hair loss. Every single day that I'm brushing my hair or even combing my hair, while I'm in the shower, shampooing and conditioning, I'm noticing a handful of hair is falling out. I've taken pictures of how much hair I'm losing and it's freaking me out. I'm so used to like before surgery when I used to wash my hair, maybe a few little strands here and there, but no, a handful every single day, that's a lot of hair I'm losing people. And I emailed the physician's assistant who I've been seeing um, for my post-op appointments after having the gastric sleeve surgery. I emailed her saying, you know, listen, for the last two weeks, I've been noticing hair loss when I comb and brush my hair. And when I shampoo it or condition it or when I'm combing and brushing it dry, I'm losing a handful of hair. Is this something I should be concerned about? Is this common after surgery? Like, is there anything I can take or do for the hair loss? So she emails me back like a day or two later and tells me it is common for people to lose hair after having bariatric surgery. And then she said, I need to make sure my protein intake is at least 70 grams per day, no more than 100. And for me to take biotin, and um, to take it once a day for six weeks, 5,000 MCGs, right? So she says, if I don't see no improvement after taking the biotin for six weeks, then to increase the amount to twice a day. So I was like, oh God, more vitamins I gotta add (laughs) to what I'm currently taking now. Because right now the vitamins I'm taking are a woman's multivitamin, iron, calcium, and b12 those are the vitamins i'm taking um some were prescribed some i had to purchase at walgreens because due to insurance they didn't cover certain vitamins so that's fine as long as i got the doctor's approval like hey can i get the walgreens version she okayed it fine um yeah so i have to get biotin you know supplements to take and uh i'm gonna get it from amazon because it's cheaper I went to Walgreens to check out the biotin that they have. And it was kind of pricey. So I looked at Amazon. It was like, oh, $4 for like a little container. Which I found at Walgreens for like almost double or triple the price. I was like, uh-uh, Amazon all the way. <laughs> and, you know, I have Amazon Prime. So, you know, the shipping will be quick. So I'm going to order the biotin on Amazon this weekend. Um. So, yeah, my mom actually you know she like I said she asked if I was feeling any pain or whatever and then she asked me about having sagging skin she says do you have any saggy skin and looks at me and then she touches my right arm to see if it like jiggles or anything and she's like oh you don't have any saggy skin (laughs) and I'm looking at her like huh like what's wrong with you ma but um that was one of the things we were both concerned with with this surgery was that I would end up having loose, saggy skin. But like a doctor told me at the consultation appointment a year ago to see if I would be considered eligible for the gastric sleeve surgery, he looked at me and said, I don't think you have anything to worry about. You know, you're young. Um, If it was someone who was extremely overweight, like over 300, 400 pounds, then yeah, those are the type of um, patients that, Would be of concern to have loose, saggy skin, but with you, no, you'll be fine. And then he tells me the most important thing is to make sure your protein intake is up there. You know, like you're having your protein every single day for every meal and you have nothing to worry about. And I said, okay. And, you know, also taking your vitamins that you're supposed to be taking, a little exercise and you're good. So I was like, all right, cool. Because I do look at myself in the mirror every single day. To see how my body is changing and how it's looking, especially with the concerns of having loose, saggy skin. And um, I really haven't noticed so much. I mean, (laughs) you know, I know, like I said, I'm almost halfway, like one pound away from getting to losing a total of 50 pounds altogether from having the surgery. But I'm keeping myself active. You know, I walk a lot. I do light exercises at home if I don't go out every single day, you know what I mean? Especially with my son being in school and I have to run errands and stuff like that. I try to keep my body moving, you know, even if it's for like 10 minutes. As long as my body's moving, I'm good. The protein intake, listen, I can no longer tolerate eating eggs You know, I used to love eating eggs for breakfast, scrambled eggs, boiled eggs, sunny side up eggs. I cannot stand the sight and smell of it. And I can't eat it anymore because it gets me nauseated. So eggs is not the question. I could eat it mixed if like it's in a salad or I don't know, let's say like a pound cake. I'm not supposed to be eating cake, but you know what I mean? If it's eggs mixed in with something else, I could probably tolerate it. But eggs plain, I can't. So I'll just have a protein shake for breakfast. Sometimes, like lately this week, I've been skipping out on lunch. So I'll just have a protein shake just to supplement lunch as a meal. And that's fine. So um, hopefully when I start taking the biotin, hopefully I notice improvement with my hair. I've spoken with my best friends. I showed them the pictures of how much hair I'm losing. They were in complete shock. And I said, I feel like I should just buy a wig. I mean, even though I don't go out so much, but I just hate the way my hair looks. I haven't cut my hair since before surgery in November. That was the last time I cut my hair. I mean, my hair did grow longer since then, but it's thinning out so badly. I mean, I'm noticing bald spots on the sides of my head, and it's not even cute. So um, I'll see. I'm thinking of going to like a beauty supply store and asking questions about a wig to wear. I was thinking of ordering a lace front wig from Amazon, but the wigs I've purchased from Amazon last summer were for, like, cosplay looks. Um, You know what I mean? And I don't know how good their wigs are as far as, like, lace fronts or, like, human hair wigs, that type of thing. I mean, I know I'm not going to need a wig for the long haul because this is just a temporary thing that's happening to my hair. Um, The hair loss is temporary from what I've heard and read online. Um, I do have clip-in extensions, so I'm thinking of seeing how my hair would feel with the clip-in extensions. since It's been a while since I wore them, Um, especially now that my hair is thinning out. I don't know how the clip-ins would feel on my scalp when I put them on. I was thinking of wearing it tomorrow when I go out. Um, I'm going to be seeing birds of prey, hopefully. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so wish me luck with the hair, guys, because uh, I love my hair. And one thing the physician's assistant told me about the hair loss, she says I can't use any chemicals in my hair. I can't use any, like, hair products or tools for my hair, like a blow dryer and a flat iron because it'll cause more damage. And I've been using a flat iron for the past month when I've been going out. But, I mean, I'm trying... A treatment that I started this week using uh, olive oil and tea tree oil. Someone actually gave me the idea in a makeup group on Facebook um, about this scalp treatment. So I've been doing it so far twice this week and I use about two teaspoons of olive oil. I put it in a coffee mug, heat it in a microwave for 30 seconds and then I'll add five drops of tea tree oil that mix it with a spoon And I'll put on some gloves and just put the oil into my scalp and massage it all throughout the scalp. And then wear a shower cap over it. Leave it for an hour. And then wash my hair with shampoo and conditioner. And then I have a argan oil by the brand Moroccan oil that I got from Sephora. And I'll put that all throughout my hair as, you know, it's towel dried and let my hair air dry on its own. When I wash my hair at home, I don't use any blow dryer. I just let it air dry because I'm not going nowhere. So i'll continue the scalp treatment and see if i notice any improvement even when i start taking the biotin i want to see if the scalp treatment and the biotin combined would do any justice for my hair so we'll see how that works out but if you guys are curious and wanting to see how much hair i've lost on a daily basis for the last two weeks i do have pictures on my phone i'll post them up on my instagram story so you guys can see for yourself like how much hair i'm losing it's depressing me it's so sad like Oh my goodness, like I don't even know what to do anymore, but it is what it is. And on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. So if you had tuned in from the very beginning, thank you so much for bearing with me. There was a lot to touch base on to catch up for the month of February. We have one week left for the month, so there will be another episode coming your way very soon before this month comes to an end because I know there's other things I want to talk about as well so feel free to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweet Talk underscore Elisa that's spelled S-W-E-E-T T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A you guys can interact with me on social media you could DM me say hi you can ask me questions you want me to answer on the podcast or whenever I go on Instagram live uh, you want to show me some love I'll show you some love back If you have the Anchor app, it's totally free to download, totally free to tune into the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast, and you could even call and leave a message for me. And who knows, I may feature your message on an upcoming episode on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and until next time.